If you have your scriptures with you, there should be a Bible in the pew in front of you. I'll be reading from the Gospel of John. But today I want to introduce a, a new series of teachings. We just finished the teachings about who was there. And if you're a visitor and you're looking at our table, you're looking at the manger on this side and all the pictures of families from the congregation are there because we figured out throughout Advent and Christmas that we were actually there in that manger. We figured out that we were there in expectation, that we were there hoping for a Redeemer, that we were there in celebration of a joy that came to us. But this month, I want to change a little bit, and, and I want to talk about rhythms. Rhythms, rhythms, and rhythms. No, we're not going to pull out the, the drums today, though they are hidden somewhere around. Uh, but we'll pull them out throughout the week. You know that we have this grant from the Calvin Institute of Worship, from uh, uh, Calvin Co uh, Seminary and College, and it's called Rhythms and, uh, and uh, Rhythms from Around the World in Worship. And we have done our, our study with the Native American drums when we did our drums. Remember when we did our drums? We also did the African drums with that workshop where we danced with the Ancafe. Ancafo in Mandinga is Let's Come and Play. Remember in Mandinga? We learned that one. And now on the 18th, two Sundays for today, guess who's coming? The Irish are coming. The Irish are coming. And the Irish are coming because they are actually going to be here for a, a, whole, a whole Sunday. We have the privilege, this is an honor, of having Dr. James Flannery, professor of humanities at Emory University, a poet, tenor, writer. I mean, the guy is a Renaissance man. And he's going to share with us tips and bits about ancient Celtic liturgy and prayer and worship. And then we're going to sing some of the ancient songs. that you'd be surprised how we know them, but yet they come from that era. Right after that, we invite you to have a lunch with us downstairs. There's going to be an Irish lunch. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but we'll figure that out. <laughs> but we'll have an Irish. And then we come, we, we're going to time that lunch because we come right back up because then the Irish, uh, the Atlanta Irish Music Academy is coming to do a show and workshop on Irish dances and rhythms that we can then use in liturgy here in worship. How about that? So rhythms is the word for the time. Rhythms is the word. And, and, and the Irish are coming, and that is exciting. But, oh, the 18th. Two Sundays, the 18th. So this is a, an attempt, you know, to, to basically realize that God has rhythms in life. Actually, let me read first uh, our scripture in John chapter 15. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples as he is already having communion with them. And he says the following words that we have probably heard in the past. I am the true grapevine. My father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit in its, uh, if it's severed from its vine. You cannot be faithful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. 
you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch is withered. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father's commandment, I remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with great joy. Yes, so that your great joy will be overflowing. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the Father told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my commandment. Love one another. The word of the Lord. The word rhythm refers to the idea of tempo. It refers to the idea of movement. It refers to the idea of a beat, a consistent beat that is measured. It is the idea of patterns and flow. Life, as I look at it, is surrounded with rhythms. Last night, didn't we experience one of those amazing rhythms as the water came down, the steam came up, storms were produced, and that was the nature, we call it in class, the cycle of water or the cycle of H2O. So life has rhythms. We find rhythms in every aspect of our life, not only in weather, but in nature as we plant and we sow, as we plant and we sow. We find rhythms even in our lives. The the wisdom literature even tells us for everything there is a rhythm or a season, a time for every activity under heaven. Our bodies even maintain a certain rhythm. I was studying a little bit about the heart, and I found out that the heart beats at a synchronized, steady pattern of rhythm if five sections within the heart are working correctly. Beyond those five elements within the heart that need to work correctly in synchronicity, the heart actually works and pumps. Now, beyond that, you have to get into the molecular level, and then we hit the amazing wall of, uh, we don't know. And I love that we don't know, because in reality, we do know that in the ultimate analysis, God is the electrical, the electrical function that makes it happen by his grace. Our bodies need to maintain a certain rhythm in order to keep its function. We need to keep it hydrated. We need to keep it fed, not as much as 
I may do at times, but it needs to maintain that rhythm. We have to rest. We have to sleep in order to maintain our vital activity. And I think it is in the same way with a spiritual life. Our life of faith, our process of discipleship, our growth in the Lord, our dance, our beat, our rhythm, our stride, our swing with God needs to be maintained, needs to be nurtured, needs to be continued. That's why we have what's called sacred rhythms. And we used to call them as prayer and Bible study and Bible reading and witnessing and all that stuff. But it's more than that. Is a lot more than that. When you look at sacred rhythms, we are looking at the patterns of God's movements in God's people. And we see that there is something that's at the heartbeat of God that is, has always been there. And we somehow respond to it. It is the heartbeat of God that yearns and calls God's own creation into renewal, into restructuring, into re formation. It is the beat of God's heart that it is sounding out there as God claims us, as God calls us, as God gives us God's goodnesses. You see, God's beat has three ways in which I hear it beating. I hear God's beat through promises, promises that God is involved in our lives. By the way, that's a little picture of the idea of the rhythms of God's promise and presence, and power with us. It was the early, early Irish, little did I know, I thought it went way before, but it was the Irish who began the entire idea, I need the clip, who began the entire idea that, uh, that God lived in a dance in the Trinity, that there was a particular rhythm of God's love as God danced with God himself, as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit danced together in creation. And the spinning of that melody, the spinning of that song is what has been carried into our DNA, into our longing for God as we are creatures created by God. It is actually called dancing with God because it is getting in the groove of God's ways, of God's thinking, of God's purposes in our lives. It is dancing with God. You see, as God's promises, God's promises are in God's word, and God's words are faithful. That is one thing we need to really emphasize and dig into here at Lotto Hope. We need to get more into the word so that we can identify the rhythms of God's life in our lives. Not only is God's promises is part of God's rhythm of grace, his calling, his claiming, his saving, Loving us before we could even respond. But also God's presence as God sent Emmanuel to live, to dwell, to remain, to hang out with each one of us here on this earth. You see, when we can listen to God's heartbeat, what moves God? God's core of love and grace. We get to know God's music, God's beat. Not only is God's presence also in us, but God's heartbeat. Let me tell you where the Irish, ancient Christian Irish Celts got the idea of the heartbeat and the dancing with God. It is told that St. Patrick was sharing one day the idea that when John the Apostle was in the Last Supper with Jesus, 
in this moment that Jesus is saying the words that we read, he actually leaned, the scripture says that he leaned on Jesus' bosom. And he was able to listen to the heartbeat of Jesus. And it may have been a very deep experience for John because John later on in some other writings and some other ideas that we hear later from one of his disciples called, by the way, Ignatius. Have you heard of St. Ignatius? He was a disciple of John the Apostle. And John the Apostle must have shared the idea of listening, of how to really focus and listening to God's heartbeat from John. And Ignatius developed a whole discipline on how to listen to the beat of heart, uh, to the beat of God's heart in prayer, in meditation, through scripture. Beautiful disciplines that we may practice very soon here at Latter Hope. Amazing stuff, you see, because at the end of the at the end of everything said and done, it is God's life who we need to get in the groove. Just like as, as Taylor was jumping and she jumped in, she had to see the rhythm. She had to look at it first before she jumped into it. And then she had to maintain the rhythm with Chip and I. In our case, it's to maintain the rhythm with God. You see, if in God's presence, God tells us of his amazing song, in God's promises, he comes and dances with us. In God's power, he gives us the power to conquer, change, and become transformed as we listen, as we hear, as we contemplate the heartbeat of God. Let me ask you as we close this morning, whose music are you dancing to? Whose tune are you following? Because all of us at one moment or another are listening and following a rhythm. Do you feel your life just out of step, out of sync, out of the good groove of even away from God's unforced rhythms of grace? Have you lost the rhythm of grace, the peace, the joy, the faith, the enthusiasm about God? Have you lost the beat? Oh, I used to be a dancer, a big dancer. And I lost the beat often. But I pretended to be so good that I would even camouflage it and pretend that was a new step. Allow me to let you know that the rhythms of God are always playing around us. The song is always playing around us. God's melodic grace is always ringing in with open arms, inviting you to hop into God's rhythm and help you stay there. Jesus said to his disciples at one moment, Are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy on you or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me. And you'll always learn to live freely and lightly. This coming year, I invite you to dance the melody of God 
danced the melody of God. And Jesus told us it was very simple. Love one another. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you and we adore you. We give you grace and we honor you in these wonderful days. But we ask you to remind us and to refresh in us your word. Please let us not be only hearers of your word, but let us be doers of it. And commit this morning as we surrender, as we give up, as we give unto you that which holds us back from getting in the rhythm, from getting in the groove, from getting in the beat of your grace, which is so amazingly given through Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray, amen, amen.